This is Rama for Today. Oh, I want to say it again. I keep on saying it. I've been saying it for many, many years. As long as Satan can hold you in the arena of reason, he'll defeat you, he'll whip you in every battle, in every conflict. But if you hold him in the arena of faith, you'll defeat him every single time. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on keys to successful Christian living. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If I was healed, see, people think these things that belong to you will automatically become yours. No, you have to know it and then believe it. Just because it belongs to you won't do you any good if you don't know it. Last church I pastored was down in East Texas, down in the oil field of East Texas. And we had members all out through the oil field because all of them were, were workers. Some of them, you know, ran leases, pump leases. Well, I was out visiting some folks one day and I ran out of fuel, out of gasoline. Well, I, I could have bought some if I'd had any money. I didn't have any credit card or anything. But, you know, I, I didn't have any money on my call, one of my deacons, because he wasn't very far away. He, he was on a lease over there, if he lived on it, to come, you see, and bring me some gasoline. So he came and brought me some gasoline, got me back into town, see, because I'm out here in the country, out here on, you know, in the field, as we call it. And so I thanked him for it, you know, paid him for it. Got me some, you know, some money and fill my tank up, you know, and you could fill it up just for two or three dollars in those days. But it looked like those days are gone forever. <laughs> then I happened to be looking in my billfold a few days later. This was 1947, the month of October. I knew you'd want to know which month it was. <laughs> now you see this billfold, it was similar to this billfold. You see, there's a compartment there, but you pull up this little flap and open up, and there's a secret compartment, see? And so I, I usually didn't carry any money there. I carry my money here in a money clip, my pocket. And so I'm looking in there, you know, and I know some reason know why I did. I looked in there, and there's a $20 bill staring me right in the face. And I had that bill fold right on me and in my pocket off out there on that country road. And at first I thought, how can, you know, God's putting money in my bill fold now. <laughs> There's a $20 bill. There's a $20 bill. And then it dawned on me, I had decided early I'd start saving money up to buy my wife a Christmas present, and I'd put that $20 bill in there. Well, now, who did that $20 bill belong to? First National Bank of Broken Air? No. Didn't even know this such place has broken air in those days. <laughs> Who did it belong to? It's mine. It was mine, wasn't it? But I didn't know it, <laughs> so it wouldn't buy a gallon of gas. Man, you could fill your tank up three times with a $20 bill. No, no, you used to fill your tank up around $5 in those days. It was mine, wasn't it? 
It was right on my person. It belonged to me, but it didn't help me a bit in the world when I got in trouble because I didn't know I had it. Can't you see spirits do the same things, true friends? If you don't know what belongs to you, it won't help you the bit in the world. A lot of folks have thought, well, if these are ours, why don't we have them? You have to find out what belongs to you. Believe it. Walk in the light of it. And then it will become real in your life. So, I can see, you see, that this woman's getting back into the mental realm. Oh, I want to say it again. I keep on saying it. I've been saying it for many, many years. As long as Satan can hold you in the arena of reason, he'll defeat you, he'll whip you in every battle, in every conflict. But if you will hold him in the arena of faith, you'll defeat him every single time. Praise God. So I see that momentarily she's gotten over in the arena of faith. She's about to slip back in the arena of reason and it'll hold her in that chair and keep the manifestation of coming. So that's the reason I said real quickly, will you do what I tell you to do? And she said, I will if it's easy. I said, it's the easiest thing you ever did. Lift up both hands and start praising God because you are healed. Not going to be. Now, don't just say that because I told you to say it. Say it on the basis of what you just read and know for yourself. If we were, I was. Now, that same dear little old woman that specialist had said they'll never walk again. And for four solid years had been tied to her chair. Who a little while before had been crying, please Jesus, oh, please heal me. Oh, I want to walk. Oh, Lord, you know I'm so helpless. I can't wait on myself. I have to be waited on. Oh, heal me. Heal my limbs. Heal my knees. Heal me. Same little woman with no manifestation in sight. But the same little woman with a smile on her face, because I watched her. You know, the Bible said to watch and pray. I kept my eyes open. She closed her eyes. But her face lit up like a neon sign turned on in the dark. And she began to say, Oh, I'm so glad I'm healed. Oh, I'm so glad I can walk again. I thought to myself, some people sitting out there, thought that poor silly woman. Dear Lord, can't you see? She's still sitting there. Nothing's happened. I can see that. I've got good sense, you know. <laughs> I'll put a question mark after that. <laughs> Amen. I just said that because I know people have said that to me. But she said, oh, I'm so glad I'm healed. I'm so glad I can walk. Oh, Lord, she said, you know how tired I got sitting around all those years, helpless and couldn't wait on myself. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to be waited on anymore. She just acting like it's so. You know, if by his stripes you were healed, then I was, and so it is so, isn't it? I said, isn't it? I turned to the congregation and said, let's all lift our hands and praise God with this dear sister because she is healed, not going to be. I'd say most of us did that very thing, just lifted our hands and praised God with her while she continued to say, I'm so glad I'm well. Then I turned around and said to her, when, when people cease to praise God, you know, just standing a few feet away from her, and I just said to her, now my sister, arise and walk in Jesus' name. God's my witness, hundreds of people, that instantly she rose up and began to jump and leap all across the front of the church. And somebody went off and told a lie on me. 
They said, you know that fellow Hagen healed a crippled woman over there last night. I didn't do any such a thing. Jesus healed her nearly 2,000 years ago. She just found out about it last night. <laughs> Say it out loud. Healing belongs to us. Healing belongs to us. Now make it personal. Healing belongs to me. Oh, friends, it's all so simple. Faith is acting on God's word. Say that out loud. Faith is acting on God's word. Say this. Faith is acting like God's word is so. Faith is acting like God's word is so. See, sometimes I think we build a Bob Barry entanglement, so to speak, around faith till folk get inside and can't get out. We talk about, I do, everybody else does. You know, we've been preaching for years, you know, we talk about you know, uh, how to turn your faith loose. Or we say to people, turn your faith loose. Or we say, release your faith. And one thing or another. But I say, folks, sometimes, it may be like a story I heard years ago about a fellow that was traveling, well, he's walking down through a cane break down in Louisiana years ago. And he suddenly heard something screaming and some man a hollering. He recognized the scream as one of those Louisiana cougar cats. And the man, of course, he could recognize the man's voice. And it seemed like he's coming from up in front of him, so he ran down this path through that cane. See, that cane grew up as high as this ceiling, and he ran down through that, you know, and turned around a little curve, and there was a fellow. It looked like he's holding one of these, you know, wild cougar cat in his arms. He ran up to him and said, Hey, hey, fella, you want me to help you hold him? He said, No, I want somebody to help me turn him loose. <laughs> and I think sometime when it comes to faith that we've built such a Bob Warren tinglement around it until folks are all inside. They want somebody to help them to get out. Are you listening to me? How, how, how do you turn your faith loose? We just got through saying, faith is acting on God's word. Say that again. Say this, faith is acting like the word of God is true. Did you notice this little woman? As soon as she began to act, like the word of God was true, this condition that specialists had said, best doctors in the state of Oklahoma, she'll never walk again for four solid years, not a step tied to that chair. But blessed be God, when she began to act like the word of God's true, it wasn't but a few seconds until she was just jumping all over the front of the church. Praise God. And we is praising God with her. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Yes, it's all so simple. I've had people through the years, ministers, pastors, I preach for because I preach salvation, the new birth, and healing just this way. And they'd say to me, well, then you make it too easy for people to get saved. You make it too easy for people to get healed. And I always say, no, you're wrong. I didn't make it easy. God did. I didn't put it on a gift basis. He did. He did. Salvation is a gift. Healing is a gift. Come and receive your gift. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Heavenly Father, in a few moments tonight, by the direction of the head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ, and in obedience to the law of contact and transmission with the tangible anointing of healing power, we'll lay hands upon the sick. Many are able just to accept it right where they sat and are healed. But those that need help, we'll lay our hands upon them. 
The contact of our hands will transmit God's healing power into their bodies to undo that which Satan has wrought and to effect a healing and a cure in their body. But ere we shall lay our hands upon these, I pray that should there be in this room tonight a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, a young man or a young woman that's lost, that's unsaved, that's a sinner, and on the road to hell that you'd speak to them by your Holy Spirit. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, we have Rainbow Bible Church, Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet on Sunday night at 6 p.m. And so if you're in the area, come and join us. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday, Sunday night. night. That's right. Monday, Kenneth Hagen starts a new teaching from the Rama Archives entitled, Gathering in the Harvest in the Last Days. That's Monday here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.